Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we're entering a new phase here in uh, Toronto and, Missis and Mississauga, uh, where true. we're in. Uh, it's like March again. The weather's yeah. the same. Um, <laughs> we're, we're in the same lockdown. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all blurring together. <laughs> it's all blurring together. It's like it's March again. That's my make November March again. I think that's the yeah. new. Uh, that's the new motto. Uh, you are here, obviously, from Can Delta. This is Ask the Experts, which we do every Monday morning. Um, I got a question for you that I think a lot of people must be asking themselves. Are you ready for it? Sure. Shoot. Uh, I am a cannabis retail store owner, and I'm currently in the queue. I've been given my RSA date, and I'm preparing to open. This is my first store, and I'd like to know what I can do to get my staff ready for opening. Before you start, make sure you define RSA. I know what it means, but you know. Okay, so um, okay, so an RSA is a retail store authorization. So typically, a retailer will apply for a ROL first, so a retail operator's license, and then when you've you know found yourself a store location, you're then going to further apply for that retail store authorization, and and that's pretty much your last step to obtaining um, once that's been approved to obtaining a retail license. So this is actually a great question. We, we get it a lot now with all of the new clients who are interested in, in getting into the cannabis retail space. So I guess I'll start off by, by saying that roughly 70% of individuals who purchase cannabis prefer to do it in a brick and mortar store rather than online. So I, I think that statistic truly shows us that, you know, there's a customer aspect that enjoys the feeling of being tended to and helped along in that purchase process. So I think this individual who's, who's asked this question today can really position themselves and their store to help create that, that unique experience for their customer while still being on the compliance side of you know, this, this legal framework we have. So ways of accomplishing this um, are going to be with your staff. So hiring bud tenders who are knowledgeable and educated about cannabis and with cannabis. You want to ensure that these bud tenders are, are capable of providing knowledge for all customers, whether that's, you know, a, a cannabis enthusiast or a new cannabis user. So having knowledge about, you know, ranging from, you know, different can cannabinoids uh, to terpene profiles or even just, you know, basic cultivation techniques. If you're if you're planning on selling seeds, for instance, at your store, that's going to make a big difference for these customers. Now, on the, the compliance side of things, you, you want to ensure that the bud tenders are not guiding their customers to products by making health claims. Uh, a bud tender is not permitted to advise their customers directly or indirectly about a specific brand, strain, or, or product that will assist in aiding health concerns. So, I mean, if, if someone walks into your store and says, my back's hurting me, you know, what, what can you, what it happens you a lot. And I, I'm sure it does. And, and it unfortunately gets the bud tenders into like a, a really muddy water situation. Cause you, you don't know how to approach that, but the best way to approach it is basically, you know, state that you're not here to make, you know, health, health claims, you know, advise them that they should really contact a doctor to do so. Um, and, and that's one way of dealing with that situation you walking them over to a specific product kind of gets into that really um, muddy line area. 
So being able to train and educate your staff and bud tenders on, on how to approach customer concerns like that, uh, while still creating that unique experience for them, will, will allow you to maintain on the good side of compliance while creating a trusted brand for yourself. So creating a consistent customer experience will start with a well-developed set of store standard operating procedures. So we refer to them as SOPs. I'm sure you've, you've heard of that. And those- I, I, also, I also love that in, in retail stores, there's SOPs and there's POS that are not related yeah. to each other, but I love not that. Not related at all. Super confusing acronyms. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, those SOPs or standard operating procedures uh, will help you know, set the foundation for staff training. So these documents uh, are pretty, pretty thick, pretty handy to have though. Uh, they'll make sure that every new employee, you know, is receiving basic understanding of their duties within the Health Canada regulations and, you know, certain provincial regulations as well. So yeah, with, with Toronto and Peel hitting lockdown, um, you know, having standard operating procedures on home delivery and curbside pickup will allow those retail stores to now quickly adapt and ensure that they're able to implement these new changes seamlessly. So, you know, it, it's great delivery is back. Um, huge success, I think, on, on, on the cannabis side. Unfortunately, with, you know, the the unfortunate part of, of stores having to close their doors, but yeah, having SOPs to help you adapt and, and, and you know, pivot so quickly, I think will will help that as well. But we, we have seen a shift in the industry with, you know, retail owners requesting further training on understanding the rigor of the regulations and, and navigating those standard operating procedures they, they might have created themselves or, you know, you know have obtained while still trying to manage a store at the end of the day. So these, these individuals not only want to understand how to run a successful store, but how to comply within the strict framework and, and leverage educating their customers to create that unique experience to really differentiate themselves from other stores in, you know, in their area. So this approach is, is useful for all types, whether you're a, a mom and pop shop or part of a franchise. Um, so if any retailers out there are interested in creating further training for their staff or for themselves, I mean, feel free to reach out to us at CanDelta and we'd, we'd be happy to help you there. Great. And I'll give two plugs if it's okay. Yeah, uh, sure. One, um, anybody who's watching this on Monday morning, find your local cannabis retailer, order from them, have them deliver it, pick it up curbside because they're going to need it over the, over the next uh, 28 days and potentially beyond that. That's one thing. But also, and this relates to CanDelta and the business of cannabis and a whole bunch of other partners, on December 10th, um, CanDelta is a partner with us, with Twerk and Mains, talking about uh, Cannabis Retail 2021, uh, a look ahead. And so uh, we encourage folks to sign up for that because this will actually be part of that, part of that conversation that CanDelta will be presenting on. But there's lots of other great information. So you can visit businessofcannabis.ca, go to the events page, and you will find how to register for this. Um, but also you can follow all of us on social and you'll be inundated with information about this event, which is great because uh, we do want people to attend. And, and at last count, there's over 225 people already signed up. So we are going to have a huge event on December 10th. And so thank you for CanDelta for your partnership. Thank you, Vanessa, today for this great information. And um, I know you're going directly from this to look online to order cannabis delivered to your new home. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Great. Great. Thank you, Vanessa. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. You as well.